was in traffic like last Friday or two Fridays ago for like an hour and 15 minutes to get to Jefferson Park. And I was just like, woof. Kill me now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I was so hangry too the whole way. Like, I like texted my stage manager and I was like, okay. I'm literally like right where the split is like 90-94 splits. Yeah, so, yeah, like, yeah. I'm right where the split is, but for some reason no one's moving. I know. And she was like, "You're like the third person, so don't worry." And then I got there and I was like, "I'm so hangry. Can I please go to Subway?" She was like, "Real quick." I was like, "Less than five minutes." <laughs> I literally ran, got food, and got I got back like three minutes to spare. Oh my god. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Welcome to Great Windy Way, a podcast putting a spotlight on Chicago theater. I'm Sarah, and today's guest is Whitney Daughtery. She's a seasoned Chicago professional with credits like Raven, Lifeline, The Hypocrites on her resume. She graduated from Columbia College of Chicago, so she totally knows what this scene is all about. We also talk about random things like getting your driver's license, so I hope you have as much fun as I did talking with Whitney. Tell me about what you're working on right now. Um. Okay, so yeah, Wolf Play at the Gift. Mm-hmm. I'm understudying that. Um, I just started rehearsals for Love and Information at Trapdoor. Um, I think unless something happens with an audition, I have Thursday. I'll have a break until March, um, and I can't talk about that yet. So Ooh, I have a thing. Starting at the end of March. That's exciting. And after that, I'm free. Um, yeah. But otherwise, yeah, like I, I'm freelancing full time now, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. I do audiobooks and I have cool. an agent for voiceover. So, and then, uh, yeah, I think that's about it. What is the show at the gift? What is it? What is it about? Wolf play. Oh man, you have to come see it. <laughs> it's so heartbreaking. Uh, so it's it's um, the themes are on adoption and um, I don't know if you know. There's a, a thing called rehoming. I don't know anything about. So that. it's when um, a family can or a an individual can adopt someone internationally or even domestically, and. Um, I, this probably, I don't know if this is still a thing. It was really widespread in around 2013. It was like Facebook and Yahoo had these like groups where basically people that had adopted these children, it wasn't working for some reason. And so um, instead of legally going through the system, they would illegally um, post these children online to be like, hey, you know, I have a uh, girl, a young girl of four that I adopted from Ethiopia. This isn't working out for our family anymore. Um, if you would be interested, contact me. And then basically they would drive them to this location, whoever wanted to adopt them. They would sign a document um, that would just be notarized, and that was that. Oh, my God. So, it's yeah, it's called rehoming. I've um, never heard of that. I hadn't either until... I got into this process, and we had um, our director, uh, Jess McCloy. She's also the resident director uh, for Hamilton right now. Oh, cool. Um, but she is, she's great. She's brilliant, honestly. I think she's one of the most brilliant directors I've ever worked with. Um, but she uh, taught or teaches, I don't know if she still teaches, at UIC. Two of her students 
I guess, are like crazy nerds and like they're just super smart and love work and mm-hmm. so they were like can we do a geometry pie for you and she was like yeah sure and they came up with this like I think it was like a hundred two hundred page document of like all these articles about things that are in the play adoption and foster care and boxing and um, wolves and uh, postpartum depression and all these things and put it in a packet for us. And so throughout the process, we, like, read a bunch of those articles, and that's when I found out about this. And I was like, you know, because I remember when the casting director approached me to be like, hey, I think you should audition for this. I was like, cool. And I read the script, and I was just blown away. I thought, this is crazy. And my partner's a lawyer, and, like, we were talking. He was like, oh, yeah, that wouldn't work that way. And so when we got the job interview pack, I was like, well, apparently it did. Like, right, this is, yeah, like, a this legit is, thing. This is how it works. Um, and so, like, it's, it, it's, it's crazy to me. Um, and, you know, it, it's so fascinating, I think. It, it talks yeah, about, wow. like, some of these, especially in South Korea, which is where it was a huge issue, like, for a, about five, seven years of a chunk of time, like, South Korea was the hot place to go if you wanted to adopt a kid because their um, society and their social norms are um, very different when it comes to, uh, than ours, when it comes to um, family structure and all that kind of stuff. And so, you know, it's, it's really acceptable to be a man and a wife and have kids um, if you're a single mom and have a kid, you're basically shunned. And, like, so there's this thing called the baby box that a pastor started um, because it, the, the putting children into adoption was becoming almost impossible. Um, and Or, or they because of adoption, they'd have to be on record. And so then that'd be a whole thing. So if they mm-hmm. didn't want to be found out, they would literally place their baby in a box that would just, like, be elevated down a level to the pastor and the pastor would take care of those kids until he couldn't so I think he this the country state let him and his wife adopt I think it was 10 of the children that was like the max Mm -hmm. and he was like we get like 18 a month and so like a lot of these babies would have to go right back to the hospital and then put up for adoption and so then people in the US would continuously internationally adopt and so it became a thing where South Korea eventually was like, you know, we're get, we got to make it harder for that to happen. So, um, but all of those b- babies that were adopted, you know, grow up and then feel disconnected from their homeland. And so a lot of them go back and they start these communities where, um, you know, they're with other adoptees and they're learning Korean and trying to adapt back into society of where they came from, but they have no, you know, no knowledge of their birth family or sometimes they, you know, do and get to find them, but it's, you know, it's a whole thing. So, wow. It's crazy. Yeah. That's in our play. Um, there is a child who was adopted and now, uh, the father it, and the mother are interested in rehoming him because they just had a baby of their own and it's becoming difficult for them to take care of the child. So um, the person I'm understudying is an ensemble member of GIFT, um, Jen Glass. She's great. And her and her wife, who was a boxer, adopt the kid through the rehoming process. And so it, it t- and she has a brother 
who is the trainer of her wife, because her wife is like an up-and-coming boxer and about to have this big bout, it's supposed to like jumpstart her career, and Robin wants the kid, Ash does not, so Robin adopts it without uh, telling like Ash she's going to adopt it. Yeah, process. I guess they like, talked about it, Ash wasn't on board, so she just gets the kid anyway. That's a whole thing. Um, but yeah, so it's just, you know, uh, Pete Jr. is, you know, trying to adapt um, but he, it's, he's a puppet. And so, Interesting. Uh, Dan Lin, who is our, our wolf and the puppeteer of mm-hmm. the puppet, it, it's phenomenal. That uh, sounds really I, neat. Yeah, I hadn't seen it since opening night. And so I went back today and it was just like, so good. Wow. So good. Um, yeah, so go see it. We, yeah. We run until August 18th. Oh. Unless we get extended. But yeah. That's so cool. So Yeah. And then what are you in rehearsals for right now? Love and Information. Okay. Trapdoor, yeah. Tell me a little about that one. Uh, that one, um, Carol Churchill, it's a play of a bunch of little plays in mixed in, and it's, uh-huh. it, it talks about the relationship between emotion and processing of the brain uh-huh. when it comes to like love and emotion oh wow so yeah I think that's what it is we literally just started so okay still, like yeah still trying to that sounds really interesting out. is it a, are, are both of these plays that have already been written and they're just oh, producing yeah. them or yeah any of them? yeah, yeah cool. these are plays that are, Hansel Jung is the playwright of Wolf Play I don't know if you saw a cardboard piano with I remember seeing like yeah but she's also the playwright of, time, of cardboard piano um, which was also phenomenal. She's. I told her today. I was like, I have now seen two of your plays, and they absolutely wreck me. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, she's. She's so smart. And yeah. She's a wonderful writer. Um, and then Carol Churchill is a British playwright. Uh, Cloud Nine, bunch of stuff yeah. that you have to read in text analysis in college. But yeah, so that's so cool. Yeah, and those are like pretty reputable places in the city too. Like, yeah, people know both of those they do i yeah i i had heard the name of trapdoor i actually had not seen a show there until uh, a friend of mine invited me to one um it was one of their like trap series which is like a smaller part of their season Mm -hmm. um but yeah i had never seen a show there and like i think the space is so cool like um so it's on Cortland, and there's like it's a small little strip of like a couple restaurants and a pilates studio um, but there's a restaurant on the corner and next to it is a little alleyway. And so you like walk in the alley and then there's trap door yeah. in that, like in the small little like, and it's, it's so cool. The first time I went, I was like, whoa, this is here. Like, right. Was, just... It's a little 45 seat theater and it's, it's really yeah. quaint and I, I like it. I think it's really cool. And they do a lot of like work that just isn't done often. Right. Yeah. Totally. That's yeah. yeah. That's nice that it gets to be seen. Yeah, and put on some sort of, you know, any stage. Yeah, that people will come to like places like Trapdoor and stuff. Yeah, lots of like European, Eastern European type stuff too. They they travel to Poland. Oh, every now and then yeah, they're doing that next year, the year after. I think it's twenty twenty and twenty twenty one. They're going to be going to Poland. That's so cool. With a couple things. But yeah, to say artistic director, she's awesome. That is so neat. Yeah. Do they go to Poland just because they're really interested in like? European work, or, or just because Poland's cool? Yeah, no, I. It's, it's, <laughs> so it's rooted in in where they started. I think. okay, like a lot of their theater, because uh, you know a lot of their 
So, so this is like, I'm basically on the border of West Town and West Loop. Yeah. Um, but then you have Ukrainian Village, right. which is where that area is. And so in Ukrainian Village, it's, you know, Eastern European, Polish. And yeah. So it's like, that's how. So they just try to present what is, like, interested to, interested I think that's to how community. they community. Yeah. I think that's how they started, yeah. And since, obviously, Chicago's always changing and gentrifying, and you know. But, right. Um, they've stood still, they've, you know, stayed there for 25 years. And that's so cool. Stuff. I didn't realize that that's kind of where that came from, is that they yeah. wanted to cater to you know, their community in their specific neighborhood. That's really neat. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. It's awesome. And then remind me where Gift is. Gift is in Jefferson Park. Jeff Park. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's... Oh my God. Do you drive? I do now. Okay. (laughs) I used to not. I literally just got my license like three weeks ago. Really? Congratulations. That's so scary. I... I... I had to transfer my license over to Illinois from Ohio uh-huh. recently because my Ohio one was expiring. And I, like, went in and I was like, I hadn't driven in three years. I haven't been behind the wheel of a car in three years. And I was so scared. Really? And they were like, oh, you're going to have to take a written test. And I was like, what? <laughs> and I, like, grabbed a book and I was, like, studying Oh, my it. God. I was so nervous. <laughs> yeah. No, I was, I was a little nervous because, wow. So I've, I've known how to drive for a while yeah but i just never needed to like my parents couldn't afford driver's ed when i was in high school so I, did you wait I, until you were 18 then or no as oh. i'm saying like, i literally just got it three weeks ago like oh I, like this yeah. is your first time ever getting yeah. a license yeah oh my god that's yeah. amazing because i never needed it like i could when i did want it i couldn't afford it yeah like, and then you go to columbia and, and you're like i go to exactly school, i'm in the city the trains I like, if we wanted to go to Lima, somebody had a car, so we would just Some, go. yeah, oh, yeah. It wasn't like a, you know, you didn't need it. Right. You had everything you needed. So, um, yeah, and so it wasn't until recently, now that I'm getting a lot of work in the suburbs, and, like, also with, um, I do a lot of work with Lifeline. Um, that's, like, my new home, I think. I, you know, I hope. Um, that's exciting. I love them. They're yeah. great. But they're artistic home. They're in Morse. Right. Morse Stop. And it's, like, taking a lift. You know, I, I can take the train there after work, but I have to take a lift home mm-hmm. because my bus stops running at 10. And right. so, like... And you don't want to take the red line to the blue line and then right. walk. Right, and taking a lift home every night was, like, super expensive. Cha-ching. So it was just, like, all right, you know, we'll see what happens next time I get hired. And then I got this job on the south side, and I was, like, there's no way. I have to be there at 7.30 in the morning. There's no way I'm taking transportation. Yeah, no, no Get your license. Oh, my God. I worked in Hyde Park for a long time, and, like, taking transportation there was all bitch. It's Well, congratulations on getting your first driver's license. Yay! Yay, driving! Like, there were times when Colin would be out for a bachelor party, and I'm like, crap, I didn't go to the store, and I'd have to go to the store, and I'm Mm -hmm. like, don't get pulled over. And I, like, drive to Julio Vazquez back. But, like, there would be other times where I'm like, damn, I wish I could take the car right now instead of paying for a lift. And I'd, like, think about it, like, but if I get pulled over, I'm fucked. You're fucked, yeah. (laughs) But now I'm like, ha-ha, I don't care. Right. It's the freedom. And I just love driving. Like, I hate driving in traffic. That's the worst. Like, I know Wednesday I'm going to hate it because I, I, like, have work and then I have understudy rehearsal. So, like, I definitely want to do more TV film stuff. Yeah. I saw that, like, on your resume you had, like, a a good smattering of film and TV stuff. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Um... But yeah, I'm gonna do more of that and like voiceover. I'm really into like animation and gaming stuff. That is so cool. But unfortunately, that stuff's not really here. Right. Um, 
like I know uh, I'm taking a class right now with a, a college mentor of mine teaching at acting studio um, and so every week we get a new speaker and last week um, not this past Thursday the Thursday before we had um, Brad Gresnick who is with my agent which is awesome but he like splits his time between here and LA he's mostly in LA uh, but he does a lot of gaming and animation stuff and he was explaining to us that a lot of gaming developers are here but they're casting out of LA so right oh. now as a union they're trying to make it so that they can cast more here because you're developing here. Right, that makes more you sense. Have talent here. Yeah. That's not being tapped into, so. Yeah, and it'd probably be, be cool. easier for them to yeah. you know, have them accessible. So the gaming here looks like it's on the rise, hopefully soon. But How cool. animation, you know, all that stuff's done in LA. How does one submit? Like, do you usually, like, just send them a tape? Or, like, I, I never have looked for a voice off or over auditions before. How is that, how is that done? Uh,. The, the, you yeah, there are two ways. Um, I I have an agent, so I am exclusively signed with them. So I get all of my stuff from my agent. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know that there are websites like Voices dot com, I think is what it's called, or Voices One Two Three, something like that. Yeah, um, where you can self submit to gotcha industrials. Or- okay, so does your agent have like a like a voice reel for you that they send out? Uh, I don't, uh, well, yes, she has my, I have, like, a, a, a clip of a Dove commercial. That cool. I That's all I have. A um, Dove commercial? Yeah. That's so neat. <laughs> That's all I have, um, right now, but I don't know if they send that out, or if it's just, like, when they get stuff coming in. Gotcha. Go, oh, like, I have this person, this person, this person. Yeah, that totally. That matches what you're looking for. I come in and record, and then they send off my copy. Gotcha. Cool. So, yeah, if, I think, I know the demo's on the website, just so if there is someone that's looking for talent in that way to be like, oh, I'm interested in this person, this person, this person. Yeah. It's available. But I know Mary Kay, usually, it's like when they get stuff, they like go, oh, I have this person, this person, this person. Yeah. And they have us record and then So it's very similar to other things. Yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah, totally. Just voiceover. That's so neat. Yeah. What a cool industry to break into. Yeah. Well, I'm hoping. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. It's, it's, I, I really enjoy it. It's nice, especially, you know, when we're in a business where, like, we're so judged on things that we can't control. Mm-hmm. It's nice to, like, especially when it comes to, like, looks, it's nice to be, like, yeah. can't see me. You can't see me. Here's my voice. Right. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. It's bananas how, you know, how much depends on, like physical attributes for things. And yeah. Like voiceover is a way to to not have to worry about that, which is Yeah, nice. not physical attributes. I mean, they do still, you know, they still judge, but... Oh, yeah. It's nice to just be able to be like, you're not looking at me and going, she's too fat. Right. Or too short, or too tall, or too dark, or whatever. Right, like, totally. All the things that run in our head. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah. I guess, like, I always ask this question What's but up? um what do you think makes chicago theater special i think it's the people um and because of the people we have a scene where it's just like always new like there's always new work which is really great um 
you know, because while there are things that we already know and love, it is really great to be able to see new work being done and being created. Um, and yeah, I just, I really love, and like, you know, especially because like with our generation, you know, we have a totally different voice from the generation before us. Absolutely. So it's really great to be able to like get our voices out there and see that work being done and produced and created. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. I feel like we do get the best of, of both worlds in a lot of ways. Yeah. New, old, in between. Yeah. <laughs> That's really awesome. Yeah, and the opportunity to get to or express ourselves in a way that, you know, is more accessible. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree with you on that. It's a great city, man. <laughs> well, best of luck to you in all of those endeavors. It sounds like Thanks. you're super busy, and that's so exciting. Yeah. I'm so happy to hear that. And I hope that um, we get to find out what you're doing in March soon. <laughs> yeah. Can I you tell me if it's, like theater or film it's theater okay that's exciting well i am excited to hear about it (laughs) thanks for listening to great windy way the show is off to an incredible start and i'm so thankful for your support please rate and subscribe on wherever you listen to your podcasts and i'm really looking forward to what we have in store next